Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography, the podcast where real couples like us candidly navigate the journey to a healthier, more connected life. Join us as we share personal experiences, expert insights, and practical tips to help you thrive in your relationships and break free. Together, let's repair and build a rock-solid connection, becoming a couple that can overcome any challenge. You're listening to the Self Mastery Podcast, where we break through barriers holding you back from becoming who you want to be. Whether you're struggling with pornography, overeating, social media addiction, or just want to get better at succeeding at life, this podcast is for you. Now your host, Zach Spafford. Hey everybody and welcome to another beautiful Mastery Monday here on the Self Mastery Podcast. It is cold here right now. Yes. It is so cold here right now. It's like negative degrees. It doesn't matter how many negative degrees, I'm not going outside. Like, once it gets to negative degrees, I'm like, no, outside's, I'm done with outside. So this week, I have Darcy here with me, and in honor of how freaking cold it is, we are going to talk about the beach, just so we can, like, in our minds, be a little bit warmer, just a tiny bit warmer. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like going to the beach? I do. I I love going to the beach. (laughs) She loves, when we were first married, we went to the beach at Leo Carrillo, if you don't know where that is, just outside of... um, Malibu and it's beautiful and for someone who'd never been to the beach before me like I'd never really been I don't think I'd ever been to the beach ever in my life and Darcy I mean I'd been to like lakes but I'd never been to the ocean and Darcy's like yeah we're just gonna go to the beach and I'm like oh what, what does that mean and she's like we're just gonna we're just gonna sit there and we're gonna watch the waves <laughs> and I was so bored I was so bored until finally I realized that I could go buy myself a wetsuit. This was many years later. I went and bought myself a wetsuit. And I was like, oh, I'll just go boogie boarding all day. It was perfect. It was the best. Now I love the beach. I, I cannot stand going to the beach to just sit there, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. So before we get into our topic today, I really, really, really want to ask you if you'll do one thing for us. If you'll just take your phone right now, click on review this podcast and review the podcast for us it would do a world of good for us we would be eternally grateful for it and it would help so many people find this podcast it's extraordinarily important to us that we are able to get this message out to as many people as possible so if you like what we are doing please review us if you don't like what we're doing please review us so we can make it better because I really want to help you and anybody who can listen to this podcast find a you know a space where they can move away from pornography in their lives, move away from an unwanted habit in their life, and become the person that they want to be rather than stuck. And if you're brave enough, you could even share it on social media. Yeah, that if you wanted to share so it, awesome. that would be so cool. So if you know somebody who maybe needs this, maybe just shoot them a quick line. Awesome. So... Since the beach is one of Darcy's happy places, I think we should talk about this from your perspective. Why do you like going to the beach? I love going to the beach because I like to feel the warm sun on my body. I like the warm sand. I like to watch the waves. I like to play in the ocean. If we could go to the beach every day, would you? On On warm days? Probably not every day, but... Pretty close. Yeah. Okay, so there were a lot of years where we lived in California, and you dreaded going to the beach. When I found out that Zach struggled with pornography, my whole perspective on the beach changed. It went from being a place that I love to be 
to a place that I absolutely did not want to go to. And when I was there, it caused a lot of anxiety and, you know, just a lot of ruminating on the past and what might happen. It caused a lot of um, just, just, I mean, a little, a lot of angst in our relationship even. I was... Yeah, you were very much like, what's what's he doing? Yeah, I, I really did very much care about where he was, what he was doing, what he was looking at, who was around us, you know, all of those things. Um, you know, I was I would try to control everything, and and it became a place that I, I really didn't want to be at. And over the years, I've learned a lot about both myself and Zach and you know, I made it mean so many things that were just not even true. What, like what? Well, like I literally made it mean that Zach could not stop staring at every single person that was on the beach. Um, I made it mean that he was going to be, you know, fantasizing about these people that he saw. Um, I made it mean that he was going to turn to pornography I made it mean that I wasn't as good looking as they were. Um, yeah, I guess that's the short list. I'm sure there's So more, you were but. constantly thinking about ways that this could all go wrong. Did I ever confirm any of those for you that um, you can recall? No, I, no. I mean, I remember you saying like, yeah, I, like I noticed them and whatever, but... You were never like, oh, well, this led me to do this, or this led me to do that, or, and and I'm sure there were times when it did, right? I, That's possible. I don't recall any. Yeah, but it's possible, and I'm not saying that that wouldn't happen for some someone people. else, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, but, but yeah, I I I made it mean a lot, and I found that it really made it so I dreaded doing what I loved and I realized that I was giving all of my power over to something one I had no control over and and two that I I didn't I was giving up something that I loved because I was unwilling to just look at the situation in a more helpful positive way so when it came to the beach, you were essentially saying, I am not going to go there anymore, to some degree, without a lot of anxiety. Yeah. And really just a lot of, of fear. You know, it was very fearful to, for me to go to the beach. It was very, it was scary. It, it was a place where I felt like I can't control the environment the way that I would like to. And so that made me really anxious. So when you work with women, does that ever happen where they are, you know, where they have something similar going on for them? Yeah, absolutely. I think this is a very, very, very common thing among the clients that I work with is that, you know, they want to be able to enjoy themselves, yet they find themselves really worried about the other people on the beach and, and what they're doing and what they look like and yeah. and what their husbands are doing. And then they they really struggle to enjoy themselves. 
So when it comes to going to the beach with your spouse, who may or may not have a problem with bodies at the beach, as we like to call them, uh, what do you what do you tell your clients? How do you how do you go through this with them? What do you talk to them about? So first off, the first thing I want them to do is gain awareness around what it is they're doing, why it is they're doing it, what it is they're trying to feel, what it is they're trying to avoid feeling. Because the more aware we are of something, the more traction we can create and the more we can, I feel like, intentionally decide what it is we want to to be thinking and believing and and really create for ourselves and our experience. What do you think they're trying to avoid feeling? Well, you know, when you're trying to control the situation of the beach, whether it's, you know, moving seats so that you're not, or like I remember once we like sat really close to the water so then you didn't see as many people like walking by (laughs) or whatever, you know, just like here, if we're really close to the water, all you can see is the water and not the people. Like, just the stupid stuff, heads. which is yeah. not actually even true. It's right. it, it's this, like, false idea of that we can somehow try to control our environment. So so the women in this situation, they are working to control the situation so they can feel safe, good, peace, peace I, you know, comfort. Yeah, I, there's an element of just wanting to feel peace or happy or, you know, the idea of not being triggered by, by what they see or don't see. Okay. Um, and, and, and also just the idea around feeling like it's my job to help my husband get better. And clearly if he's seen bodies at the beach, then this is going to be upsetting for him or this is going to make his life harder. So is, is what they think. Yeah. So maybe if I help, but 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 in all reality, I think it really boils down to us trying to feel better. Right. So what would you recommend for any of these wives? You know, because we, we talk about this in our membership. You coach women one-on-one. What could you tell someone who's, you know, listening and give them a general idea, knowing that right now be, it's not beach weather, but now's the time to get your head head around it right now's the time to start practicing those thoughts what would you tell them yeah so the first thing I think is so important to realize is that bodies are just bodies and they aren't anything until we make them something like it's actually us that is sexualizing the body right so like a body walking in a in say a bikini it has a quote-unquote good body or whatever, like, that's still just a body. And then we attach some thought to that, like, oh, wow, she's really hot, or, oh, I bet my husband can't stop looking at her, or, oh, no, like, what's this going to lead to? All these worst-case scenario thoughts that that turn into something else. Yeah, when... And so really what we're doing there is we're, we are sexualizing this woman that's walking across the beach. Instead, I like to just now go like, oh, yeah, that's a body. That's an, even that's a really nice looking body. Which is interesting because that's the same thing I do. Right. Because when when it comes to me and, you know, trying to be the person that I want to be, which I think is a really important component. And I think so many of the men that I work with. 
they are also trying to say, you know, I'm, I don't want to walk into any situation and sexualize women um, because that's not who I want to be. And that's the exact same kind of phrasing that I use when I'm thinking about, okay, how, how, can, I, how can I just see this person as a, as a person rather than an object to be, you know, sexualized? And I just go, oh, yeah, that's a good-looking woman. She's just a normal woman. And sometimes I might even think, oh, wow, she works out. Or she must eat healthier than me or whatever, or whatever which isn't even right. true, right? right? But but like sometimes my brain wants to create like some kind of story in my head instead of making that story be so focused on this woman's body, it's more focused on her as a whole person. Like, you know, she takes care of herself. She values, you know, health or... Like, I could say anything about this woman that's walking by. Just right. so can you, right? And and I think that's interesting that it's about, a lot of ways, it's about the story that you're telling. It's mm-hmm. not just about that person as a circumstance. It's, okay, what's the story that I'm creating around that person? Well, yeah, and, and if the story is, I mean, in, in, in the early years for me, that story was, I can't believe this woman's wearing that. Doesn't she realize that, you know, she looks this way and she is affecting the way my husband and my relationship is? Which is blaming her for literally just existing. Yeah. And and living her best life. You have no idea what's going on for her. Which, by the way, you know, this goes into a lot of the things that we talk about with, with you know, our young women and how for so many years it is very much like, you know, proscriptive you need to dress a certain way so that the young men don't have impure thoughts I mean, that's essentially the, the bottom line of it and that that is totally a false narrative and it's the same kind of false narrative that we place on that woman at the beach yeah for sure and and it was so helpful for me to look at that person as an actual human and not just somebody that's you know trying to make my life miserable. <laughs> right. She got up that morning and was like, which bikini should I wear? Yeah, to So I can piss off life. Darcy Spafford, a random woman at the beach that I'm never going to see again. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> and so another thing to focus on is that, yeah, of course we're going to see bodies at the beach. That's, we're the gonna, beaches, that's where all the bodies are because you're there. Yeah, we're going to see bodies that are... Skinny bodies that are fat, bodies that are tall, saggy, bodies that are old, lumpy, right? We're going to see all the bodies. They're going to be rolly bodies there. There's going to be firm bodies there. There's going to be every shape and size of body at the beach. And so just going to the beach, you just know you're going to see lots of different bodies. And it's kind of cool that Heavenly Father created all these different bodies. And also, none of it means anything about what your husband's going to look at. Yeah, like, or even, or even, you know, just the idea that, well, he shouldn't notice. He shouldn't be looking, right? Like, that kind of stuff. I'm like, is that true? Because we're all humans, and we all have eyeballs. We're all going to see, right? And so when we make it, like, no, you can't see... Like, think of how hard that would be to the idea of, like, if I'm like, Zach, listen here. 
you are not to notice any bodies at the beach. You have literally said that to me. <laughs> Probably. A lot of years ago. Right? But... But you, you would even, you're like, no, you can't wear your sunglasses because I want to be able to watch your eyeballs. Yes. Right? Yes. We've talked about that before. Yes. But, but just think of like, if you're, if someone was like telling you, hey, you cannot look at this. Like, do not look in this cabinet. Don't look at it. Don't look in it. Don't think it's about It's not for elephants. you. Don't think about what's in that cabinet. Yeah. Just don't do it. Okay. Whatever you do, do not look in that cabinet. Because if you look in that cabinet, yikes. You don't I'm know gonna what's going to so happen. I'm going to be so mad, and it's going to be all your fault. Right? And, and that's kind of what we do to our husband. It's like, hey, don't be looking at her. Don't be noticing her. Don't be, don't do this. Don't do that. Right? And the more, our brains can't not do that. Right? Like, the more we tell it, don't do something, the more it's like, well, why not? Maybe I should do it. What what would happen if I did do it? it? Or it creates that anxiety for us of like, oh my gosh, I can't notice. I can't look, right? And then even if they're not noticing, that's what they're thinking. They're like thinking, oh my gosh, I can't look. I can't look, right? I can't look at these bodies. Like then they're thinking about it instead of it being like, oh yeah, I'm going to notice bodies and acknowledge that because that's the truth. And also that you don't have to do anything with that except for acknowledge that you saw a body. And I think that's a really important thing to to recognize that every man out there, every woman out there notices beautiful things in the world and it doesn't necessarily mean anything, one. And we notice ugly things. We do. We totally notice ugly things and we go, wow, that should not be... The way that that is. And here's an example. And you've all seen that person that's like 300 pounds and wearing a bikini. Like you notice. And so if we notice the 300 pound person wearing the bikini, why do we think we're not going to notice, you know, the 110 pound lady that's wearing the bikini? And I think it's really important, right? So what we're not saying, just to be very, very clear, what we're not saying is that this is an excuse for your husband to look at women at the beach and and you know, take it any further than, oh, that's a woman at the beach. This is not an excuse for him to look at pornography. This is, you know, we we fully 100% want you to acknowledge that we're not saying that this is an excuse. We are simply saying this is reality. And I think a lot of times when we try to avoid reality, you know, I had a client who was like, you know, I, I saw this woman and I was, you know, I was so mad that I noticed her. And I'm like, how can you just not notice people? They exist. And if you never noticed another woman in your life, that would mean that there were no other women on the planet except for your own wife. And that would make the rest of us men upset. <laughs> right? Very true. Right? So acknowledging that someone exists and that they may be beautiful or that they may you know, work out or have certain lovely attributes is one thing. That is not an excuse to take it any further. That's not an excuse to uh, you know, look at pornography or anything like that, and and this is I think the same thing that is true when it comes to, you know, food. You can notice that something tastes delicious and not have to eat all of it, and we want to make sure that you know when you're thinking about this as you're getting ready to prepare yourself for beach season, that you are looking at it and you're going, oh, of course he's going to notice, and if you're the man in this situation, you're going to have to recognize, of course I'm going to notice. And just because you notice 
doesn't mean that you're a horrible person. Because I think there's a lot of that dialogue of like, well, I'm not supposed to notice. And I noticed, well, now what? Right? Like, what does that mean about me that I noticed this? Right. So you end up feeling bad for just seeing someone who exists. Yeah. And then you tell her, I'm not supposed to look at this. I'm not supposed to notice. And then... Which is you beating yourself up for just literally existing, which creates this shame cycle. Yeah. And then... I, I, you know, you can only fight with yourself for so long and then you. Then you're like, well, I've gone this far. I might as well keep going. Or, you know, some other excuse, right? And that's, you know, if we can just let go of that, let go of that idea that I'm seeing this woman at the beach and she's beautiful and I'm a bad person for having done so, then we're going to get a lot further in terms of being able to let go of pornography and let go of all of the anxiety that comes for the, for the wife, the spouse of the pornography viewer, and start to actually be able to have conversations about it. Yeah. Well, and, and let me clarify, right? Like noticing is noticing, right? It's like you glance, you notice, you acknowledge, and you move on. However, like if Zach was like noticing and staring and couldn't help himself and was just like, you know, at the buffet counter... Like, that would be a very different different thing. But once we talked about it openly, like, hey, honey, I know that you're going to see these people because I see them. Right. And I'm not going to make that mean anything about you. I'm not going to make that mean anything about me except for that we're both humans that see pe- people. Do you remember that one of those last times that we were at Quail Lake in St. George? And this poor woman was on, like, a paddleboard. Beautiful woman in a, in a bikini. She's on a paddleboard, but it was so windy that she couldn't come back across the lake. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, that lady's having way too much trouble. And five, ten years ago, I would never have said it. Like, I would have pretended that woman didn't exist. Yeah. And because I would fear been, of, like, making me yeah. worry, like, well, why were you looking at her? Right, right. And then now it's just funny that she couldn't. <laughs> and it had nothing to do with her in a bikini. It had to do with her not being able to paddle fast enough to get back to the beach because it was so windy. And I think that's the sort of difference that, you know, creates the kind of fun intimacy and love and conversations that you want to have in your marriage rather than, why are we looking at that woman? You're not allowed to notice her, which is impossible. That's an impossible standard. Yeah. Yeah. So I like to say... Don't hold your spouse to a standard that you yourself can't even hold yourself to, right? Oh, yeah. And I, you know, I was talking to a client that I love that was in Hawaii and, and she was struggling one evening because there were lots of behinds at the beach and, you know, she's worried about what her husband might be thinking. And I was, I pointed out, I said, you don't actually know what your husband's thinking, right? Like, go have that conversation. Hey, how are you doing? Like, connect on that level. But then I pointed out that, you know, she's the one that's thinking of the behinds that were at the beach today, right? She's assuming that her husband is, but she's actually the one that's stuck on it. And holding him accountable for it. Yeah. Right? Because she's, like, so upset and frustrated that he might be doing this. When she has no idea that whether or not he actually is and isn't necessarily even willing to broach the subject because it's so painful. Yeah, so that that's just one of my... Oftentimes when I think that Zach is doing something, 
the truth is that I'm actually doing that thing. I'm doing that very thing that I don't want Zach to be doing. And I think we do this in all sorts of areas of our life, right? Like we complain about our husbands being on the phone, but then we're on social media. Or we complain about our kids not... Cleaning up after themselves. And then we don't clean up after ourselves or whatever. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of areas in our lives where we could just kind of stop and take a look and step back. And this isn't, you know, we're not saying just let everything go and have no expectations. It's more, am I doing my best? And can I have compassion for the other person who is also, by the way, probably doing their best? And I think that's a very that's that's a much better place to to have your life from than I can't believe he did this or she did that. Yeah, and and I'm I know there's going to be women out there that are listening to this and and going like how did you get to that place where you could you could think this way and believe this way or show up this way and and I want you to know that it's available to you that you can begin to see things differently than you see them now or that you can choose to want to be able to show up differently and that it just takes work and practice and time and and really that awareness right the more aware you are of of your situation and what's going on for you and why you're thinking the way you're thinking and why you're feeling the way you're feeling and if you're working on this and you are you know struggling to figure out okay am I aware enough or is there another thought that I could bring to this conversation or another idea that I might believe that'll help me, you know, travel that path towards a place where it isn't a big deal that my husband sees, you know, someone in a bikini and I'm not going to make it mean anything about him or me or even about the day that we spent together, then, you know, and you're struggling with that, you know, feel free to come and have a conversation with Darcy. Feel free to come and be a part of the, the membership because we certainly work with people. We see this all the time I can't I can't tell you how many times Darcy literally her clients call her and are like okay well I'm going to Hawaii next week or I'm going on vacation to the the beach next week and I really need help working through this I I would I would venture to say that at least 50% of your clients have I'm not kidding well yeah not all to Hawaii. Not right, all, right. not always to Hawaii, but to somewhere. Yeah, and the they pool, literally, the lake, yeah, or, we're going to the pool. We're going to the lake. We're or going just park. simply walking through the mall or walking through Target. Right. This doesn't. This can literally the beach can even just be out in public with other right. humans there. The bra section. Yes. At Target or whatever. And the bottom line is, is that when we give all of our power over to everything outside of us literal complete random strangers who have no idea who we are yeah that is never going to be the place that you want to be right that's never going to help you show up in the world the way you want to it's not going to create happiness and fulfillment in your life intimacy love nothing it just kind of leaves you in a place where you feel victimized by the world, and that is never where your power lies. That's never going to help you show up as the person you want to be. And it's certainly not going to help you feel good. Yeah, and it's really isn't going to help your spouse either. <laughs> yeah, imagine someone coming to you and blaming you for all of their feelings that they chose to create 
because some literal random human existed at the beach with you. Yeah. Like, how frustrating does that sound to you? It sounds frustrating to me. I've lived it, so I know it's frustrating. So imagine, like, your husband coming to you and being like, I can't believe you saw that hot guy at the beach, and now I feel terrible about it, and you should never have seen him. Yeah. And I know we're being kind of dramatic here, but... Yeah, that is a bit dramatic. (laughs) But I always like to joke that it's like I cannot see a newborn baby and not look at it. Like, yeah. I, I like, I'm going to notice every newborn baby that walks by or every pregnant belly that walks by me. Like, I'm going to notice. And it doesn't mean that you're going to get another baby. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I hope this helps you kind of see how you can begin to look at the situation a little bit different. And that as you work on that, if, if you want to, if you want to be able to enjoy going to the beach, going swimming with your family, all those things that that bathing suits will be involved in, or really any outing, then that is possible for you. And a really powerful thought for me is there are bodies and we all notice them. That's it. Like, it's so simple. We all notice bodies. And it doesn't mean anything about anyone. Yeah. I think that's awesome. And that the the real power comes in having a conversation, a real honest conversation. If, if you're genuinely concerned about it, have that conversation. Listen to your spouse. Be open and willing to hear what they have to say. And, and be there for each other, right? This is hard for me. This is hard for you. How can we make this situation the best possible? And I think it's important to recognize that you're not going to be able to get your husband to do things differently so that you can feel better. That's not that's not what that conversation's about. That conversation is about open communication. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Cuz you can do, you know, your husband can do everything. He could he not could look at perfect. he could, you know, look at the sand the entire time you're at the beach and you might think that that makes you feel better, but if you really look back on it, did you have fun at the beach? Like, did you want to just have your husband sitting there staring at the sand? Oh, my gosh. You know what I'm saying? Like That would be horrible. So creating that environment where there's open communication and there's understanding that you're both humans and, and connecting on that level is really going to help you have the day that you want to have when you're around water. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for... Doing that topic here for these wives today, that was such a good, important topic, especially pre-beach season so that they could start to get their minds wrapped around it and get themselves ready for that awesome first week at the beach in the summer. If you want more help with this, register for our webinar that's on February 28th. You can do that on our website, zackspafford.com. This is specifically for wives. Yes. We want to talk to wives. We want wives to come ask their questions. And gain a little bit of understanding of how they can begin to move forward. Yeah, that'll be awesome. All right, you guys. Thank you again so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Self Mastery Podcast. Imagine you sitting next to your loved one and no longer bogged down by the greatest trial of your life. 
Each month, I offer a free webinar that you can attend where you can get your questions answered about how you can break free from pornography use. Take a moment now and go to the website, zackspafford.com slash free call, and you can sign up for free. You don't want to miss out on this amazing opportunity to ask questions, learn a new skill, and even get coached live if you like. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening to Thrive Beyond Pornography. If you're seeking guidance and support to overcome pornography for good and begin creating a thriving life beyond it, check out my free webinar, How to Overcome Pornography with Skills that Actually Work. You'll learn practical, proven skills guided by an expert coach who has personally overcome pornography. Whether you're getting started for just yourself or along with your spouse, Darcy and I can teach you the tools that will help you put your life on the right path for you. Be sure to check out the show notes for a direct link and If you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts, it would mean the world to us. Your reviews play a significant role in helping others discover the show so they can join us on this transformative journey. Thank you for being part of the Thrive Beyond Pornography community. Until our next episode, stay strong, stay focused, and keep thriving.